Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. We're on. Oh. We're on. So go to press this. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, who is in Melbourne next week. Oh. That'd be a night out. Fun fact. Get him on. It's can, hump day. You can go. I'll let you. With we'll, Swanee we'll and friends. And we're here thanks to you. You, the people, the person who buys our crap merch. And we've got some new good stuff. We've got Christmas cards. Stand by. And <laughs> thanks to everyone who has joined us on Patreon. And if, you, if you're a member of Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Swanee and Friends, uh, above the $2 one, because that doesn't cover the stamp. But if you're above the $2 member, I'll, I'll be sending you a Christmas card as well as a, as a thank you for being part of Swanee and Friends. Hello, Dane Swan. Hello, Samantha Riches. Hello. There you go. Shall I introduce a special guest? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, hello, Mister Snuffleupagus. Hello. Uh, do, you, do you know Mister Snuffleupagus? Yeah, it was on Sesame Street. Yeah, what about it. Who was he? The fucking big elephant-looking thing. Yeah, but what was he? What was he? What did he play? What role did he play? He played an elephant-looking thing. He was he was <laughs> furry big, thing with a big he, trunk. He was Big Bird's imaginary friend. He was, right. He was. I seen him on the. I seen it. So how can it be imaginary? Like I seen, like I seen it. No, but it was imaginary. How is it imaginary if I could see it and everyone else could on the TV? To everyone else, it was imaginary friend. Well, it's not imaginary because I've seen it. I hate it when mum and dad fart. So the reason we need Mr. Stuffleupagus here, Sam, is mm. because I've brought a friend in. Peter Moody was really good. Mm. You've brought a friend in. Jack Matthews. It was really good. And and Dane hasn't brought a friend in, so yeah. we're bringing Mr. Stuffleupagus. Well, I don't need friends to carry me like you two. <laughs> So Hang on, this podcast is called Swanee and Friends. Yeah, yeah. I don't need friends to carry me, mate. I'm quite comfortable in working in my own confines. <laughs> I didn't know which way you'd go with it, but I knew we'd go somewhere. <laughs> How's your week? Um, yeah, my week's been a while. I was in Albury, Wodonga on the weekend. Doing? Um, just giving back. Man of, the, back. man of the people. Always. In it's fact, good like that. In fact, if you're doing that off the top, I've already got, I've been sent, sent a, a DM. Well, you asked me how many weeks, man. I just told you. First I, of I all, know, I'm proud I'm of you for knowing what a DM is. A few weeks mm. ago, you didn't even know how to turn Instagram on. Yeah, I got this from Dwayne, right? I'll, I'll read this off the top. As the great man says every week, nothing's for nothing. No. Uh, well, he gave a bit back this past weekend and supported a great cause up in Aubrey along with Duck, Kerry, one Kerry, and Joe Watson. The highlight of the night was Duck constantly making most of the stories about himself, no matter who was asked the question, and then Dane putting him in his box about how shitty stories are. Also, the fact that on the three-seater couch, Duck was in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so that says a lot about him. Uh, keep up the great work, and let's get he who shall never be known to make a cameo at a Christmas special. Look, uh, good luck. <laughs> there, there's some miracles at Christmas time. Yeah, exactly. That might yeah. be pushing it. So, uh, yeah, how were, how were, was well, it was probably the easiest function I've ever did because when you got Wayne there, right. um, you don't fucking say much. <laughs> so, um, he hate, he loves the sound of his own voice, Duck. So, um, and Job doesn't say much at all, does he? He's, uh, quite, he's quite reserved. Yeah, Job. Job was good. He um he had some good stories to tell, and um he was he tried to lead us astray after the function, but really? said Job no, <laughs> we're, we're responsible. 
Come me, on. Me and Wayne are responsible adults now, and that won't be happening. So <laughs> we're going home to bed, Joe. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, no, but it was good. Listen, we went up there um, to raise money for the farmers and veterans up there. Yep. So that was good. Um, yeah, I think I don't know if they had a good night or not. I haven't had any complaints yet, but I'm not sure they'd tell me anyway if they if we were shit. But um, no, it was good fun. Um, got up there and then those boys pissed off in the morning and I thought, what a lovely town Albury Wodonga is. I'm going to stay up there for an extra 24 hours, something like that. So what did you do, Dane, with your 24 hour? I had my first Bunnings experience. Sorry? Your first Bunnings experience? Yeah. What well, would I How old are you? How old am I? Yeah, 35. 30, yes. Nearly 36. Hang on, first. 36 in Feb. That's Even a, if you don't need age. to buy tools, surely you would have swung by for a snag by now. Well, I ate about eight of them. Um, so, but it's a big place, Bunnings, isn't it? Seems <laughs> <laughs> of shit in there. Where? There's heaps of shit in, in there. there. You've never been to Bunnings. Well, why would I need to? So many reasons, Dave. Well, give me one. Does that mean you're not a handyman? Did, yeah, I was going to say anything around the house. Well, plants. Do you have plants at your house? Uh,. Yeah, we've got some foliage, yeah. <laughs> Don't you have to remember? You remember that you have to clean the leaves? Yeah, yeah. Where did they come them. from? Oh, fuck the fine. The cabbage patch, I don't know. What if a light bulb breaks? The pl- the plant or parents. When you renovated, like, put it's the. It's not my. Well, I'm, an, I'm a great outsourcer, right. Samantha. So. More of a supervisor. And I've got dad, um, <laughs> Taylor. Taylor likes Bunnings. Yep. Yeah, it's her job. Okay. To get out there. So. Don't you share the experience with her and go, go along with her? No. It's a great place. No. I like to go late at night. I just get in her way. I just get in people's way. <laughs> yeah. I just get in people's way and I get yelled at. So I just, you know, Jeff Walsh always used to say, let the baker bake the bread. Yep. So you just let what people are good at. Yes. Just do their thing. Mm. I am not good at that. Mm. Um, so I just refuse to do it. Okay. I, <laughs> I can change. I can change the light bulb. I'm not that fucking yeah. stupid. No, okay. sure. Yeah. I can do that. But Good that's about where my. Barbecue? You know, I've got barbecue gear at. Mm. Well, I've got a barbecue. Yeah, hasn't been, been used in a very long time, but it sits <laughs> up on the roof. Um, so this time of year, if you have people over, you don't say, "Well, I'll, I'll put some put some meat on and we can enjoy the." Yeah, experience. listen. Oh, well, I don't have people over a lot. No one likes me, as you can tell. I can't get a fucking <laughs> guest in here. So yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, well, I don't know. I don't. I'm not a big barbecue. No, so, no, I'm not. So actually, watch the guns again. Taylor's an amazing cook. So. Yeah. Let the baker bake the bread. That's it. So would you say Taylor I mean, does I, most of the things around the house then? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just fuck it up. So she did it like so I have to come and do it again anyway. Mm. <coughs> oh, no, I can unpack a dishwasher pretty well. Mm. <coughs> yeah, I can. Um, and you know how to mop now well, these days. Well, I haven't mopped since because I, once I got stuck in the corner for a couple mm. of hours waiting for it to dry. <laughs> um, and do you get accused? I can, I can make a bed and I can. Uh, you can, but do you? I, I could do the Well, sometimes I'm forced to. Yes, okay. I can do the but washing. traditional bed or just the uh, straighten the doona and then do the tuck up because that's not real making a bed, is it? No, well, fucking everything comes off and you have to put it back on again. <laughs> well, I don't know what do you, what do you call that? Do you have a top sheet? What's a top sheet? <laughs> so like you lay on the sheet and then there goes a top sheet and then your doona, or do you just go lay down doona? No, you know, I've got one, two. <laughs> I've got, I've got. Like a doona, like a mattress protector, then three different things to go on it. So then do you lay under bit. a sheet and then put the doona yes, over? Yes, of course. Okay, so you do that. That's a top sheet. It's just a sheet and then a <laughs> then a doona, isn't it? A no, it's a top sheet. Mm. No, a You've f- got a fitted sheet and then a top sheet and then a doona. It's just yeah. called a sheet. Well, is, it, is the sheet got elastic around it? Yeah, <laughs> that's, I've got one of them and then I've got a sheet which you lay on when it's hot <laughs> and a doona. <laughs> it's a fucking rocket science. <laughs> <laughs> Very passionate. So, today. so back in the reverse gear here, is that a reflection that there's not a lot to do at Aubrey that you found yourself at Buddings, or were you just? I was giving. Hang a, on. What? <laughs> I was giving a little bit back, ladies and gentlemen. What? Come along and meet Dane Swan. Was that a cashy? No, I was giving a little bit back. <laughs> to the was that a ca- was that a meet and greet? No, yeah. Well, I was just I was just wandering around Aubrey. <laughs> I said I'd be there for a couple of hours. Hashtag sponsor. Just, um, just giving a bit back. How did we not say that? Like you had Swanchella out at Bunnings in and then, Aubrey Wodonga. And then I was, uh, hung around for a bit, went and watched some basketball. Well, just on my phone, obviously. I had a bit of a nap. And then, Busy we, day. then we went out for dinner to like a lovely restaurant in town with, with, about, with about 10 other lucky punters. 
What? Like was that another cashy? Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 I wasn't. I was yeah. just punters, well, as in just people who, yeah, people from the town who, um, bet, wanted to, yeah, we had dinner, <laughs> it was lovely. Right. Um, <coughs> it was good, a couple yeah. of, um, it was a reasonably fancy, oh, well, for or for Woodnonger, I think it was probably fancy. It was, it's actually quite nice. The food, I, I, if I get the restaurant, I'll, um, I'll look it up and I'll, I'll give them a plug, but, um, yeah, it was good. You know, the bread and the drinks come out and obviously I had to revert back to my training. You know, actually, that's how you always figure out what side your bread and your drink's on by, you know, like that. So no. B for bread and D for drink. Wow. So you always, what? You need to, no, you need to take a photo of that. That is. <laughs> that's how you find out. So you put like your thumb and your finger next to your thumb, mm-hmm. like hold it in it like, Put them together and then you put... Smile for the camera, please. Okay, so that tells you... B for bread and D for drink. That's how you work So your bread's on your left. So that's when you're working on the stuff? Yeah, well, because I don't want to grab some person I don't know's bread. They might fucking really like their bread and butter. I don't want to get my finger snapped off. Very insightful. And drink someone else's red wine or something like that. So B for bread, D for drink. There's a life hack for anyone out there who struggles with fine dining. Did you go to deportment school, Dane? I go to what? <laughs> I got deported from a couple of schools, so I've been deported from a couple of things. Um, so, deportment uh, school. Deportment is where you learn to be a member of society, where you learn what your cutlery well, is, well, how to well, walk I, with I, a book on your head. Well, I need to go to one. I still haven't figured out how to be a member of society. <laughs> You've opened the door there a bit, Sam, because, it, well, it's draft time, right? Mm. So, uh, well, uh, I don't know. Oh, fucking old job. I want to see. Um, no, that's all part of it. No, Sydney Kings. Uh, have you uh, have you been back there? Not since. No, we've had away games. Okay. I think they played here against um, Phoenix, and they won by just after the siren. I think. Dane, mm. have you been in a fernery late? A what? A fernery? I'm not. I'm unaware of what that is, Ralph. Place where there's lots of ferns. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> unaware of what that is. <laughs> Sometimes he astounds you us haven't, you haven't with seen, his wisdom. You haven't seen Samantha's Insta lately? Oh, here we go. You know what? No, well, I'm sure... That I'll, was a forest. I'm sure I'll flick not past a fernery. it. Not, not, not a forest, not a fernery. Yes. There are some slightly more uh, MMA and higher rated ones, but they're not on my Instagram. They're on Gareth right. Lewis's. So is a photographer just sort of specialise in that sort yeah, of... Yeah, he does. He's a right. he's a very good photographer. He's I guess, he specialises... When I look at it in, in like, artistic nudes, they're yeah. all... Quite tasteful. He's he's a big wig in the photography world. He used to work for Ralph Lauren, and he's quite um, legitimate. And I've always I, I've shot with him a few times, but I can't, it's not really on brand for me to have the nudes on my no. Instagram. So no, if that's you true. Have you say seen those? Go to Gareth. You well, pardon? Have you found it yet? Yeah. Well, it's a lovely fern. <laughs> <laughs> well, what so kind does of, he, does what he kind of ferns that with the art? Does he prioritise the 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 the, um, the aesthetics of the photography? Photo or the does he prioritise the nudes? Uh, no, much more the aesthetics. A lot right. of the time, you, ca- you can tell that the person is nude, but they're either it, the focus is on something else in the photo. So, like if I lined up with my Auckland Huntley Footy Club mates and did the wristwatch and the hot dog, it wouldn't really be his skin rubber. It probably wouldn't. <laughs> it probably wouldn't. It's a it's a very sensual page. Um, I love it. I the love the female bag. form. <laughs> These two. <laughs> um, the guy kicked off again. Air, air again, Ralph. <laughs> um, wow. how, how, with with that photo, how long did it take to get that fern into place? He just stood behind it. Not very, hey. not very long. I mean, we're both professionals. You're in the middle of a fucking um, jungle, but I'm sitting on a log <laughs> or a fern. Sitting on a tree. You sure was it a fernery? One hundred percent not. Where, where There's a waterfall <laughs> behind me, and there was about twenty five Japanese tourists that happened to walk past any time I where, took my where, where shirt off. We? Uh, Sherbrooke Falls out oh, yes. in the Dandenong Ranges. Yes, yes. And, and by Sherbrooke Falls, I mean Sherbrooke Trickle. It was not much of a waterfall. No. no. Very small. Very yes. disappointing. Yep. Underwhelming, I'd say. Did the, did the Japanese tourists take, take, I feel take like a few it, there happy steps? No there was no one there until... Until yep. you took the top until off. Until I, did, I w- <laughs> went to go for a button and then all of a sudden there was a crowd and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to wait here. So we're there for a couple of hours mainly just waiting for people to go past. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, back to your drafting time. Because <laughs> the Portman School, it's all, what? well, it's all part of it. Because I just wanted there's lots and lots of experts around Was the draft the going when you, were, when you were a kid or was the only draft that was going on was for the war? 
conscription what? at school. Yeah, oh, okay. Conscription. There was zoning conscription. That's the way you can't go to the toilet, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <What>? Constipation <laughs> there was, and there was zoning. vastly different. There was zoning, and I lived in St Kilda's area. Yeah. So oh, like it. schools. So Johnny Beveridge, who's Luke's dad, yeah. legend of St Kilda co- uh, recruiting. Luke right. Beveridge, the one that, what did I call him? Scott Beveridge. Yeah, you got it wrong. <laughs> um, and I went to train down at St Kilda when I was about 13. I was going all right. And mm. Were you the same height? Could you imagine? I was going to say, yes. could you imagine okay. him running around? Yeah. Yeah. So here's yeah. Johnny, Johnny Beveridge, recruiting legend. He said, how old are you, son? I said, oh, 13. <laughs> he said, you'll be right, you'll grow. <laughs> well, he didn't mm-hmm. know that, did he? <laughs> he got that one wrong. Did you know so if, if he had been born three hours early, he would have been a midget? <laughs> did you know that? What? <laughs> Yeah, it's what, it's what the doctor told him. It's what the doctor told his so parents. He did, so she he held, did, uh, so his mum, his brave mum, held off for three hours just so he could <laughs> pop out to a, sm- a, five, a small five adult. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm reading all these draft experts at the moment. Uh, not really, just skimming. But um, what would the draft experts have described pick 58? Uh, future future Brownlow medalist, uh, five-time All-Australian about you? When you went at 58? Um, what were the draft experts? International representative mm. of the game. I'm not sure they would have even thought of me, to be honest. <laughs> um, I don't think they – well, I certainly don't do as much research into the – thank fuck they didn't. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they – they and the social media, and that's now so they – there's always one kid that um, looks back on their social media and he'll be outed for something stupid he's done. Yeah. But, oh, mate, what they would have said about me is he's no good. That's what <laughs> on and off the field. He's shit. Because um, I was played three good games as a junior. Where were they? I thought you. Well, you Sam doesn't know. Yeah, they're on the MCG. I was just waiting to get on the MCG. Yeah. I was just biting that up, please, Sam. I was just biding my time. Mm. Yeah, I was no good till I got to the G. So where this all all interlinks with the deportment school mm. was on Sunday in the Sunday Age. It was a very good article. Oh yes, I know this. Jake Nile wrote. How private schools uh, have taken over the AFL. Fifty-five percent of the population a year are in of the year twelve population are in public schools, but only thirty percent of them make AFL lists. The rest are private schools. I was just wondering. I, I haven't done the research. Did you go to Melbourne Grammar or Scotch? Um, <laughs> wasn't allowed in. Uh, I went to St Bernard's mainly. That's it. There you go. Yeah. So you're a private school boy. Um, is that a private school? Semi. No, I don't know. Is it Catholic school? Would be, wouldn't it? Catholic? Yeah, it's Catholic, Catholic school. Yeah. Good Lord. Yes. yes. I'm a good Catholic. Yep. Yep. Are you a good private you? school boy? You don't well, fit well, the bill, sort of. No, well, I, I haven't. Don't you I have wasn't. You never know. I'm I agree. I agree. Um, That's my point. You could say his prayers before he goes to bed every no, night. We don't well, know. My parents could afford to go to private school. So some can't. You That's know? it. But I had, a, I had a reasonable time at school. Yeah. Thank <laughs> I'm glad it's over. How did you go to 58? Why did they get you so wrong? Or did um, they get you right and you just matured later? Well, they probably got me wrong. They shouldn't have taken me at all, to be honest. <laughs> um, I I, um, I should have – well, I had another year in the cannons, so at the quarter cannons. So maybe – I don't know. I don't, you're going to have to ask whoever recruited me while they recruited me. But I think – you know, obviously I've spoke to them a little bit. I think the consensus was I might have improved dramatically in the next year and I might have went – Drafted higher in the, in the next year, right? Now whether that was would have happened or not. So what I'm is not it? Sure. You're drafted at 16, and then you can get drafted 17. Well, I was drafted at 17, but I was a bottom age, so I would have had one more year, right, at the Cannons. Um, they so, took you early. Yeah, for they must have seen something in me that oh, I got no idea why. Spark but of like greatness. I said, I played three good games on, on the G. Um, our three finals, we won the flag. Um, I I'll, I'll un- get that. I was very unlucky not to win Player of the Finals. <laughs> Yeah, well, fucking keep bending, keep stay down there because there's a few more to come. Sorry <laughs> about that. I'll get comfy. Um, but yeah, listen, it was you know draft times, a wonderful time of year for a lot of lot of kids. Also, it can be cruel for some who don't get. You get picked nervous? Up. Do I get nervous? Um, was I nervous? Um, yeah, I was. I was very nervous actually because um, I was. I had a fake ID and I was 17 walking into a bar at the, in schoolies. So when the draft was on, <laughs> Jesus so. Um, I was I was probably nervous than most um, <laughs> kids who thought they were going to be drafted, but um, oh yeah, I, you know I've obviously said this story a million times, but because I never thought I was going to be drafted, <coughs> I wasn't listening to it. And I, listen, I can't even remember how the draft was on. I think it was on the wireless back then. It was, <coughs> it was it on your phone? And I don't even know if Foxtel was invented or Optus Vision, whatever they had back in the day. But um, 
uh, you know, this was the days before the internet and, you know, smartphones. So I had a Nokia 3210. So so um, were you were you not the not the type of teenager that put a lot of pressure on himself? Would that be fair to say? I had a lot of pressure on myself at school, even for the wrong, for completely different reasons. Uh, <laughs> but, I, I, draft. but let me tell you, once I got drafted, the pressure fucking eased pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, mate, once everyone finds out you've been drafted, your stock rises pretty fucking quickly. So it was pretty easy. Um, yeah, no, but like I, like I said, I, you know, the story's well documented. I never thought I'd be drafted, nor did I want to. I didn't want to play AFL. Um, I was on schoolies when I got drafted, and um, yeah, they were probably regretting their decision to draft me for um, a couple of years, mind you. But, um, you know, like obviously I knocked them back, told them I'll see them in a week, and... Um, yeah, so it was, you know, my draft story is well known, but it's what it is. So who, who's the guys that you think, geez, you, you, you put a lot of pressure on yourself as, as a young fella before you get drafted and they come into the club, probably with higher expectations and pressures on themselves than you did? Who? Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Most well, everyone had put more pressure on themselves than you did. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, well, I, I obviously never really thought about playing AFL and then <clears throat> but it just happened so quickly and I was just, I didn't. Change and for a couple of years till you know probably the best thing that happened in my AFL career was getting arrested. Um, and how many people can say that? Well, not many, <laughs> but it was probably the best thing that happened to me because I would have just fucking petered up, I would have just floated along for the rest of my career, got the ass after three years. But, um, you know, I guess the do's and don'ts well, you know, don't roll up late and hung over to your first training session like someone I know. That wasn't a great start. Do I know that person too? Oh, you know him pretty well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's not, that wasn't a great start. But in saying that, <coughs> you know, um, back then used to have a, you know, now they have an app. So you can look at the Collingwood's app and, like, you can see, okay, you know, pretty much the whole year, you know, obviously, you know, things are liable to change. But, you know, what function you got here, what you're doing here, training. But back then you just got a text message. And I'd obviously, you know, told footy club I won't be coming home when they wanted me to and I spent an extra five days up on the Gold Coast and schoolies um, I was only finishing school once and you obviously have to plan schoolies a fair way out so and the off season's the off season yeah well, exactly so I started planning schoolies <laughs> about year eight so that was about the only that's why I had to go and um, I got home the Friday night I was going to come to training the Saturday and I got a text saying training on the track at 9.15 you know a.m. or whatever it is and you know when you're playing local footy or you know that's all over and as long as you're there you know, by the warm-up lap and everyone, you know, at the start has a kick-to-kick kick and just warm-up. You're on time. Yep. You know, for any draftee that is listening to this, which is probably not many, um, their management have probably told them not to. Um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't bode well at AFL. Um, so I rolled in about 9 o'clock, 9.01, 9 o'clock, and um, training was at 9.15. So for me, I was 15 minutes early. So I was a beauty. And I was obviously, hadn't seen my parents or my friends you know, since I've been drafted, because I was obviously up on the Gold Coast. So, got home and, you know, professional athlete hat was on. I think, what would they do? I said, yeah, no, nah, I'm seeing friends and family. Fuck it, we'll give it a nudge tonight. And um, I wasn't allowed to, I was 17, so I didn't have a license. So, dad would drive me in and wiping the sleep out of my eyes and I could potter around and all the fitness staff and everyone are having kittens going, mate, where have you been? You're late. And I was looked at my watch um, on my phone, whatever I did, and I was like, mate, it's, I'm 14 minutes early. I don't, I don't understand what you're talking about. They go, mate. You got to be here an hour and a half before training, and I fucking I tell you what, I only fell over. I was like, "What the fuck do I have to be here an hour and a half before training for? What is this? Are we training before we're training?" I said, "Mate, oh, pre-training." I said, "I don't know what you're talking about." And they go, oh, "Mate, you got to come and get treatment. You got to get ready." I said, "Mate, please." I said, "How fucking stupid are footballers? It takes me one minute to put me boots on and me shorts and me socks and get a jumper as I'm walking out. No problems. So. A, a, a line doesn't stretch. I've seen those documentaries." A what? A lion. A lion. A lion. Those David Dattenborough documentaries, you don't see them stretching and getting no, taped no, up. They no. just go. No, I'm like Gumby, very flexible. <laughs> so I float around, do my best. So, <laughs> But then in the end, like, the, we, we sort of come to an agreement. I was like, man, there's no need for me to be here an hour and a half before training. All I, all I ended up doing was sitting in the kitchen and eating 16 bits of toast. <laughs> So I couldn't fucking move anyway. Mm, not good for your skinnies at all. Yeah, and exactly. My skinnies, you know, as we talked about last week, I'd be fat shamed. So I was like, um, <laughs> I had to sort of, and I didn't eat before I trained. I just, I'd rather, I'd rather have an extra twenty five minutes sleep and mm. then just get up and do it. Mm. But if I was, if I, I'd just get bored because 
And I just sit, I literally sit in the kitchen and have 10 bits of toast and go, well, that's, oh, fuck, I fucked my training session up. And I just hammer and probably have cereal, some milk as well, and then just have it all sitting in my guts and be like, oh, this is, a, this is not going to end well. But, um, but yeah, so that was my first intro into um, the Collingwood Football Club. But, yeah, they would have been regretting their decision to draft me for a couple of years because I was... A pest. Fucking useless for... <laughs> Till about 06 when I got going, I got drafted in 01. So and then you I ripened. I'm like a cockroach. I don't know how they, I don't know how they didn't kill me, but I hung around somehow. <laughs> Look, Wink, Winks didn't get to her best until she was four. So yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. Same type of thing. Hey, uh, so premiership so reunion too, actually, this Sunday, this Saturday. Really? Uh, yep. Have one once a month. <laughs> You've been training for it. Yeah, well, I'm in good nick for it, yeah. So, yeah, yeah well, could be good to catch up and see all the boys. And, um, you know, it's why, we, it's why we play footy for, premierships and footy trips, mm. what they say. So how does it work that it's, what is it, nine years and it's ten, ten it'll and be, a month? It'll be, yeah, so it'll be, it's our ten-year reunion next year, so, so I'd, expect Colli- I'd expect Collingwood to have a fucking extravaganza, and it's 20 years for 1990. Is that right? 30. 30. Yeah. Well, yeah, we math. Yeah, yeah, sweet, <laughs> 20 years. Uh, so Burdens yeah. didn't really push hard. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. And so that's why, that's why the Pies are win the flag this year. That's why, so it's all symmetry, you know, it's beautiful. For all the be 1990, 2010, 2020. Who, who's, who's, who's you from 1990? Who's your soulmate? Oh, well, from I'm the older players? I don't, I don't know. Well, obviously, you know, guys like Darren Mullane and Dennis Banks and stuff would have been, they seem like, they would have been fun to, to knock around um, back in the day. You know, from what I hear stories and that, they, they seem like they enjoyed themselves off the field as much as they did on it. Um, so that would have been cool to knock around with. But um, I think, well, I'd hope, I think, Collingwood will probably do something. Maybe with the 1990 and the 2010, maybe they do a function. You know, I'll try and get an earn. Footy clubs are good at getting an earn out <laughs> yeah. of good at getting an earn out of premiership. So, would they make you sign shit? Because that that'd be oh, really. I have no problem signing shit as long as a little bit of that shit comes my way. <laughs> I've no problem signing stuff as long as I'm getting an earn out of it. Otherwise, no, they won't be getting fucking one thing signed out of me. <laughs> Nothing's for nothing. No, exactly. I imagine the 1990 boys are pretty frugal too. So. Um, you're a long time retired, so any help is is good help. Hey, yes. one one more about the draft. So once you become that 2006 2007 established player, uh, which kids walked in the door and you thought, "Oh, you're 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 still me." Um, oh, give me some notice on this. I could do some homework. You know, I'm no, no, like to be very thorough with my, with, nice my with my prep for this. Mm. Um, oh, it was, the, the footy had changed so much. It was like. Back when I got drafted, like it was sort of everything was sort of an open book, and you could you could walk in hungover, and you could talk about your escapades on the weekend, and you know it was slowly moving towards the professional, the extreme professionalism it is today. But sort of when I sort of got going, you sort of had to, you know, tread look carefully about who was you know one of the boys because everything then was sort of like, especially with my group, like the rap pack and stuff like that, it was all um, well sort of. Hush, hush, wink, wink, kind of thing. You know, it's all about right. <clears throat> just keep keep to your own little click and you know tell your stories with your own mates because you know if someone got wind of you'd been out when you weren't supposed to, or you're out late, or you'd fucking done this, or you'd done that. You know, you get hauled into the leadership group or something like that, or you know you'd have a talking to from a coach. So, <clears throat> um, but so well, it encouraged secrecy. Well, did well clearly, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I'm sure it still happens. Well, I know it still happens to this day, but off the top of my head. Um, I don't know when Heath got drafted. Long time flat. Dale was Dale was good fun. Sharad Wellingham. Um, I'm trying to think of guys who played. Jordan Degoe's been compared to you a little. Yeah, but he's not. I, I thought you were talking about. When no, I'm I, talking about when when you're already a star and then young kids. I thought you were talking about 06, 07. Yeah, um, yeah Jordy obviously. Um, he's good fun. Um, he's a very good player too. Now, but I think now all they all have to pick and choose their moments. Like back when I started, it was like whatever day you played, you're out for. You know that night, no matter what, because yeah. it was just the, you know the culture, and it's just what happened. Where now, you know, p- people look at mark the calendar and go, which in some ways not great because you know, all right, we play Friday here, then we play next Sunday, bang, yeah, like an X marks a spot. I'm going to drink Friday, Saturday, <laughs> you know, I'm going to have a fucking like big crack that yeah. weekend. Where all right, can't drink for three weeks here, so everyone just marks the calendar and goes, right, oh, this weekend, bang, we're on. That weekend, we're on this that that so. You know, the boys might only have a now. You know, having a cracks changed a lot since we had it. Yeah. Um, but they might go out. You know, four or five times during a season because that's all they can afford. And um, with the camp, with the eyes on 
footballers these days, you know, they can't fart without being videoed and stuff like that. So, um, <laughs> see LeBron we're, James the other day. That was a pretty to, funny video. Yeah, go on. No, Le- LeBron James farting the other day. In, that was pretty funny. Um, no, I didn't see the farting. I saw him giving the shoes to a, to a no, young No, no, no. He's cocked his leg and That was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> made him feel human. Because you could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, walking out of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's changed a lot. But, you know, there's some great personalities of the footy clubs. I just don't get seen anymore because of how robotic and how, um, you know, sponsors and just everyone wants to tote a party line. And I guess you don't see in the, I guess the general public don't see the, the personality and stuff until eight. So they've played seven, eight, nine, ten years and they're comfortable enough where they can go, where they can get out and say stuff without fear of being told off by the footy club or, you know, getting hammered in the media and stuff like that. So, it's disappointing. We, we had the we had the D's coterie, coterie dinner. The D's and the MCC. That the sounds function? fun. MCC committee room. Did you leave early? Stay the whole time. Funny you say that. So uh, <laughs> I I I MC with Ian Cohen, great fella. And so he, I just said, "Will you do it tonight?" And they said, "Can you oh, do Jack Viney?" And selfless. Selfless. Well, yeah, just wanted to actually have a crack. <laughs> Post spring carnival felt like a few, but um, but yeah. So so you have a crack like that, and on this podcast, that's fine. But yeah. Ian gets me up and then he says, so can we, Can we? do you reckon you'll last the whole night tonight or do you think you'll leave early? Which is fine, but mm. it's a bit different setting when you've got the coach, the captain, <laughs> Ron Brassy, David Dietz and so forth. So what, do I, what should I say there? When, you when should he, say, oh, don't be silly, I'm in for the long haul every well, time. He explains Every that. heart beats true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I said, no, I've got a simple philosophy. I was never good enough to be a player, so I never criticise him, but I've got a nice house and I'm happy to go to it early if we're... If we're losing rather than ever cracking, that was a rabbit terrain. Yeah, we didn't get the rabbit terrain. We wouldn't have minded. Does the Cody Club Melbourne have party pies, sausage rolls, or is it a bit more? Uh, Yeah, they 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 um, get you pre-game. You go out the back on the practice wickets there, and you get to shoot whatever you want to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how fancy! Hey, what about some speaking of private schools? Did you have that type of upbringing in the, oh, no. the country? Oh, no, there, no, no, no. <laughs> I went to a school in the suburbs, but my school, you were more likely. WA, we're talking. Yeah, in Western Australia, you're more likely to graduate with a certificate in knife fighting and bong pulling yeah. than anything um, substantial. But it was probably only about 12 of us that did our year 12 exams. It's called TEE over there. TEE. TEE, tertiary entrance exams. Um, yeah, there wasn't many of us, but I, I did do my exams and I, and I got out alive and. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a rough school. So, what did you, did you go say to uni? Yeah, I, did, I went to uni twice, actually. Just twice? Didn't, yeah. didn't go the rest <laughs> of the What? Just twice? <laughs> Fuck, you're, you're, you're a quick learner. I know. I'm a bit, like, a bit like Ralph. Knife pulling and bong... What was it? Knife, knife fighting? Knife <laughs> fighting and bong pulling. Bong pulling. It's a very rough school. No, bong fighting and knife pulling. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, you fought with a bong. I'm bringing this up early from our... Uh, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Oldest fuck file from Rave Jungle. While music festivals are built around the basic principles of freedom, some people take a conservative approach and others take the opportunity to let their freak flag fly unleashed. <laughs> Live artist performer Snatch Adams has been taking things to the next level during festivals. It seems each year she keeps getting bolder with celebrating her freedom. Last year at a festival, she laid a coffin for two and a half hours while 45,000 mealworms ate her skin. This year, she wanted to take interactive approach with the, with the crowd. So, taking okay. selfies and stuff. Yeah. I quote... So while tied up shabari style on a small platform near the main stage of an unnamed festival, Adams had a glass bong placed in her butthole and one by one members <laughs> of the crowd came to take hits. 
from her butt bog. <laughs> I was really worried. Did you learn? Did you learn that skill? <laughs> what? Did you learn? Is that the skill you learn at school? <laughs> or are you more a knife fighter? You a knife fighter or a butt bonger? The, the, show, the show went for an extended amount of time. Adam said one gentleman told her he'd not smoked marijuana for 20 years, but he knew he needed to out of her butt no matter what. According oh. to a social media post by Adams, we're about to put a second plug in my P-U asterisk asterisk Y. Pussy. And invite people over to smoke TMT out of it, but we got shut down from being a rogue project that was controversial to say the least. Here's my question. Oh, I was wondering. Why was that the tipping point? That's <laughs> like, oh uh, all right. The people are smoking, sm- yeah, they're smoking marijuana out of her butt, but oh, hang on, that's too far. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, Sam's obviously got the tertiary <laughs> fucking <laughs> EE qualification. In, 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 in bongs. In, in bong pulling. <laughs> Absolutely. You never agreed with me. Uh, <laughs> what else? What have you found from the world of uh, how fucked it things are, Sam? Oh, my Please. goodness. There's so much. Yeah. Um, Actually, I, I, did you get that article I sent you about the pig? I was wondering if yes. if you if you know this pig, Dane. <laughs> oh, oh, pig. Give Wild boar look. discovers and snorts 17,000 pounds of cocaine in a Tuscan forest. I am not a wild boar. <laughs> there you call me that. Wild boar in Tuscany has sniffed out and destroyed a stash of cocaine in a forest, leaving drug dealers 17,000, sorry, euro out of pocket. That's just a lie from someone who, who lost it. Surely that's not... That's what they're saying, you reckon? Yeah. That's a, well, it's the, the excuse is that absurd. Maybe it is real. You never know. We've been sent this by Brett uh, saying, I have a great video I think Swanee will like. Um, the world isn't completely fucked. Now, this is Jimmy Carr. So, Jimmy, have you heard the comedian mm, Jimmy Carr? Yeah. So, yeah. isn't it... I don't think jealousy is not a good thing. Jealousy in general is not a good thing. No. But I get a bit jealous when people get away with things that we get in trouble for. Yes. Like, you get a bit jealous, mate. I just follow you on Twitter and get a bit angry. Well, uh, <laughs> we need a name for him, don't we? It's not. It's not real world Twitter. But here, so this is Jimmy Carr. I just want to play uh, eighty seconds of Jimmy Carr in concert. And Swanee, I think uh, this might ring a bell with you too. Go ahead. <laughs> a blumpkin. Blum- hey, is that new? Because we're ahead of our time. Hey, boy. If I'm not mistaken, she just said it's when you give a guy a blowjob while he's having a shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're fine. We've discussed this. much trouble did we get into for a bit of that and uh, he's got a whole audience yeah I know well a couple of things well um, I would just say he's just a very busy man yeah he's very <laughs> and just trying to kill two sta- two birds with one stone like time must, management exactly must be a very busy man um, <laughs> and I hope he went wheeze before, before because you can't do one without you know they can't do twos without ones exactly now Dane a quick question for you you're a man of the people as we clearly yes clearly. and Obviously, we mentioned barbecue season is ahead of us, as is swimming pool season. And I read this today yeah. that um, the Airbnb of swimming pools has just launched in Australia. So now you can Airbnb out just your swimming pool. Yeah. You know, if you Oof. don't have a swimming pool and you, you see your neighbour's got a it's nice, dangerous. cool swimming pool over there and you haven't got an invite, well, now you can go on and Airbnb someone else's swimming pool. Would you do that? Would you open your swimming pool to the public? Uh, uh, For an urn? Yeah, well, maybe. See, I'm seeing just a slight problem in this business model. Mm. Yeah, it's not. So people have got very dangerous. enough money to have a nice swimming pool in their backyard mm-hmm. are keen to hire it out for 100 bucks so little kids can go and piss and wee in, uh, mm. uh, poo in it. 
Mm. Uh, I do. Anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but I don't Here's your it. idea. <laughs> you fuck, what kind of animal do you think I am, Ralph? The founder of this business model is only 22. I'm not sure that'll, I'm not sure that'll take. Because then, well, then what, you're going to Airbnb out like Netflix, you know, your couch, if you've got a comfy couch or... I'm unsure. He big, launched the app in the, in the US in 2017 and said mm. each pool has to go through a thorough inspection. Um, but apparently... But look, it has to be supervised. What about if they have kids and one That's what drowns or carries on? Like, whew, they yeah. want to have an enormous amount of insurance. Mm. Um, I'm thinking the big man who, whose name we can't mention might have thought what, what you just said about that possible business model. You know, it'd yeah. be the equivalent of if you don't want to drop the kids off at the pool, <coughs> you, would would you hire out someone else's and just go around the corner, just to keep your own own place nice? Yeah, well, I just I I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I could just lob into someone's <laughs> random backyard and just start sunning myself. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm not talking about the pool. I mean, drop. Yeah, kids I, off know, at the pool. I know that. Yeah. I know what you said. Do, yeah. do you reckon they'd hire that out? Yeah, Where's the, the stop? Where does it end? Oh, exactly. Where does well, it end? I don't, yes. well, I don't know. Um, this one's for from Luke to you. I think it's mainly Dane, but uh, no, I actually want, want Sam here too. Uh, got a quick one for the world is fuck segment. I'm involved with the Murder Cricket Club. On Friday night, our under eighteen <laughs> boys bowled out research for thirty four. Our boys got the runs and whacked them straight back to try and win outright. After the game, the other mob started crying on about how unsportsmanlike this was. They put in a complaint to the comp. Sure. These blokes are young men. Surely they need to learn how to lose as well as win. We got the runs in four overs, then sent them back in. How old is that? Just because they're how shit. Old are they, how old are the kids? Under 18. Oh, oh. Please. They're not 10. Yeah. Give us a spell. Um, so where's the tipping point? Well, I actually read an article the other day that um, some scientific researchers saying losing helps you uh, become a better winner or something like that. So I'm not like, fucking up the article. but They say there's um, no losses, only lessons. Yeah, that's, that that's true? ridiculous. At that age, like... The world's obviously gone mad, so under 10 you can sort of you know, deal with it, I guess, because that's just unfortunately how the world is. But at under 18s, uh, is, that's just absurd. Um, so so what research do you to get a grip? Where's the tipping point, do you think? At what age do you oh, think? If I had made 40. Yeah. Yeah. No, just, I mean, what just age? Just play better cricket. Well. It's not that hard, well, surely. Well, it should be from when they can walk and talk because you need to be able to deal with defeat as much as you deal with winning. Because no one's ever... Well, unless you get incredibly lucky in life, no one's going to win every at everything they do all the time for their whole life. So you've got to be able to deal with defeat. And if you... As an adult, you get into the real world and you start... You know, don't, get a plot, don't get a job or you're losing fucking mixed netball up the road or you're something. You don't want to have a fucking meltdown. Very you know, true. So. From uh, Daily Star, man describes amazing sex life with a ghost he's been dating for two years. <laughs> Gary Denoyer from New Jersey has exclusively opened up about his sex life with a ghost. Uh, a man lifted a lid on his sex life with a ghost he's been in a relationship with for over two years. Gary's been dating Lisa, a spectre, <laughs> since he spotted her across the room of a restaurant while he was having dinner by himself. <laughs> After the spirit recommended the risotto to the 35-year-old, he asked if he could see her again. Now, two years on since their first encounter, Gary's revealed everything about their relationship exclusive Chat with a Daily Star. Mate. We met two years Gary? ago, so having rest in a restaurant by myself, having dinner. Since I interacted with spirits before, I wasn't started. Uh, I wasn't startled when I saw her. Oh, that, that's clearly that's love. No, it's clearly a lie. It's clearly not true. Gary's not well. You know, I know. Yeah, because ghosts don't eat risotto. <laughs> <laughs> Who would recommend a risotto as go, far as don't. menus go? They don't. They need to be light and quick on their feet. They don't want no heavy. No, heavy rice. so I've, right. My 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 ghost. Told me. Doesn't eat risotto. This from Your imaginary friend, your Snuffleupagus? Well, Snuffleupagus is real because I've seen him and everyone else does. <laughs> you could Google him and you see a photo of him. Yeah, no, I believe you. Yeah, Absolutely. well, Google it and see if you'll see him. This is from a more reputable website, the BBC. And should workers be allowed to nap at work? The government says sleeping in the office is a no-no. Experts say it's time they reconsider. The US government decided to get tough on naps, although sleeping at work has been frowned upon for federal employees. It's never been explicitly banned until now. Dane is someone who works from home. I was going, great, I nap, I nap in the office all the time. Mm, as do I. I nap very, well, I, I also sleep for long periods of time in the office. Mm. Yep. <laughs> slept for about nine hours last. No, actually. I think it's good for productivity. You know, you're close to, you're close to where up, you need to work. I was up early this morning, actually. Reduces travel time. I mm. think it's a great idea. Day goes a lot longer when you're up early, isn't it? Mm. It's incredible. How come you're up early? Oh, because I was watching some sport. But um, <laughs> I was in bed, but I was up early. Like, day just doesn't quit when you're up at seven. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, run out of things to do. 
So true. I don't know. Yeah, what, what happens when you hear like traffic reports in the morning? Well, what would I? Li- what on earth would I listen to a traffic report? That's what I mean. You listen to the radio, and then it often comes a traffic report. I don't listen to radios. I listen right. to Spotify. I listen to my own music. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, what would I listen to people talking shit? I do it enough on for an hour a day for for an hour, hour a week. Yeah, I don't need to listen to Wallace. Um, but what about the, the for the weirdest headline I've heard of the week? Um, oh, here we go. Yeah, about. A Chinese doctor saved an old man's life by sucking almost a litre of piss out of his dick while flying on an airplane. <laughs> How stiff do you have to be? Well, did he is have to be stiff? Or <laughs> yeah. How stiff do you have to be? Stiff? Well, yeah. Well, who's more stiff, the doctor or the man? <laughs> I don't know. Because uh, isn't there isn't there Hippocratic oath that they have to help or something like that? I don't even know what that I'm, word I'm, means, but I've heard I'm people proud of say you it. For giving it a run. Like how stiff, how stiff do you have to be? Like, is there a doctor in here? Someone needs to suck piss out of this bloke's dick. Ah, oh, fucking hell! Yeah, it's me. Yep. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but wouldn't you put up your hand and say, "Actually, I'm a psychologist." Use, use the tube to suck out seven to eight hundred mil of urine, and the man's condition improved. What a hero! May not our heroes wear capes, but I tell you what, I would have been like an emu. My head buried right in the sand. If not, that I'm have a chance of being a doctor, but. <laughs> Um, fuck, you wouldn't you know, have nominated for that you one. You have to be dead to be stiff, do you? Oh, it's unlucky. What Poor if it doctor. was one of your friends? Would you have done it to save their life? I'd be like, is there anyone you'd like me to call? <laughs> Phone a friend. Yeah, have you got any last words, mate? <laughs> got last any, meal? Can have you got any last words? Yeah, absolutely. Get an extra uh, meal, please. Mm-hmm. From NBC Miami, Florida man wasn't drinking while driving, only at stop signs. A Florida man who insisted he wasn't drinking while driving was only having bourbon at traffic signals, <laughs> stop signs, was arrested on a DUI. Uh, what, what does DUI stand for? What's that? Driving, driving under, under the influence. Well, yeah. technically he wasn't drink driving because if he was only doing a stop sign, so he's got a legal argument, I would imagine. Earl Stevens Jr., 69, smelled of booze and had an open bottle of liquor in the passenger seat of his car when he was arrested back in June 27 on Vero Beach. Indian County Sheriff uh, deputies responded to Miss McDonald's after a woman said a car behind her kept hitting her bumper and pointed the car, driven by Stevens, the report said. Stevens said he felt pretty good and was drinking Jim Beam from the bottle, but only when his car was stopped. Very responsible. I like like his style. Smart man. I've got a couple of questions from the old Graham, actually. Now, uh, speaking of which, James. before, uh, and before yeah. you get to them, mm-hmm. so what, one thing, when you get old, you don't realise you're getting old until you're old. Do you, you want do, us? Well, well you, you described last week as me having a proud dad look on my face. What did that mean, please? <laughs> Just the, the stance, photo of us. The stance in that photo of yours was very, very proud man. Proud dad, you You said. looked proud dad or you looked like you'd just bought a house. Some people some people said, um, some people captioned it as, um, hey, mum, look at my new shoes. I tied them all by myself. That, that well, kind of better. Look. That makes me feel young. Yeah. That, not proud was, dad makes me feel old. Well, not all dads are uh, old. That's you true. know, some people have children young. All right. So what have yeah. you found before I get to the incident? We've got plenty well, of questions. Well, there's some questions. questions. This, one, this one, do tattoos hurt? I'm going to say yes, and if you say no, you're a fucking idiot. Well, you're a liar if you say no. I agree. Because some people say tattoos get done hurt, but if I walked up to you with a tattoo gun needle and just slipped it on your arm, you're like, oh, that feels nice. Of course they fucking hurt. <laughs> it's like a big needle cutting through like your 12 layers of skin. Or yeah, it's fucking like, Yes, it does hurt. I some, reckon it feels like when you're really sunburnt and you forget that you're sunburnt and you go and you scratch an itch and then it stings after you scratch and you go, oh, I feel like that's what Yeah, it's burnt. Like. Yes, and listen, some... Body parts are less, are more toler- tor- tolerable than others. <laughs> we got there, but um, no, some really fucking hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can I just stop there? Yes. St. Bernard's twelve layers of skin. How many? Six layers, is it? I don't know. Is it, is, it How many layers 12. of skin? No, I don't think. I think. Go to Mister Google, three or four. please. <laughs> How many layers of skin are there? Dane, would you rather have finger-sized nipples or nippled-sized fingers? Um. No, finger-sized nipples. Well, you do fuck all with nipple-sized fingers. Would you rather... You you know what? I did a poll on my my, um, Instagram. Listen, I haven't seen every nipple in the world. I imagine they're just all... Like normal size. It's 67% to, to what you just said. Yeah, clearly. Uh, finger size nipples. 37% is there, 33% is there to be put in jail. You want your nipple to like be drooping down here? Three. Yeah, three, three layers. Four. Well, there I you go. Three, three, three layers of skin. So I was Dermis, close. epidermis, and you're subdermis. Four, you're 400% out. Huh? Well, well, better than, well, I knew it was more than one one, one piece of skin. Um, uh, well, the 33% he said would rather... Finger size, nipple size fingers deserve to be put in jail. Well, small. I'd rather small fingers than abnormally large. You wouldn't nipples. be able to do anything with them. 
imagine anyway. what if, what if, what's your, you, don't, you don't have a thumb. What the fuck? You can't this hold is, anything. You know what? You're what right. Love, your arm's cut off. This is so very what true. A more, what, what a moronic answer whoever said they want. Well, at least you can put a jumper on or you can go live in the snow and just have, you know, fucking. You just hide away. Yeah. Well, this no. one, this next question's some people. I've had this question sent through three times to this sticker and you people are fucked, but I'll ask it. <laughs> Would you rather watch your parents have sex every night for the rest of your life or join in once and that's well, it? Yeah, I've heard this one. Um, yeah, well, watch, clearly. <laughs> I, think that's fucking blatantly, I think that's blatantly obvious. From Jason. Ralph, do uh, not that was avoid a question. For question. Dane. Well, I mean, you can't yeah. I'm tapping. From Jason, would you rather wake up to find your teeth replaced with pubic hair? What would you hair? do? Oh, Judah, you're part of this fucking I'd podcast. <laughs> I'd opt to watch and shut my eyes. No, we can't. Well, you have to be glued. Well, you're asking the question, but yeah, you'd have to watch. <laughs> or, or your pubic hair replaced with teeth. Hold on, pardon me. I think you've asked this one before. But what re- is it? Re- have we done that before? Re- Would re-ask. you rather wake up to find your teeth replaced with pubic hair or your pubic hair replaced with teeth? <laughs> um, oh, pubic hair with teeth. You wouldn't be able to eat anything. Better storytelling someone your teeth got caught in pubic hair than vice versa. Oh, you mean your teeth are gone and then it's pubic hair, is that right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, the other way. Like, I like my teeth. I like to be able to bite things. Speaking of teeth, why do, you cho- why do you chew corn for it to come out in your shit unchewed? It's yeah, a medical well, miracle. Uh, well, you've got me stumped. <laughs> I've got no idea. thought there was 12 layers of skin, so I'm not fucking probably the person to ask about bodily functions and organisms. Do you turn down the radio when you're looking for an address so you can see better? I don't listen to the radio. I listen to music. Do you um, turn it down? No, but people, uh, my partner does. It's I don't understand why. It's ridiculous. But maybe just can't concentrate. But um, no, I don't. No, I turn up louder. <laughs> so I'm fucking crazy. From McGee, what's happened to Sam's helpful information segment? Can you I'm lift? To, I can, but I was copying out. a lot of flack. People just thinking they know better, so... Okay. Julie noted writing it down. Thanks for the feedback. Oh, well, you're not writing it down. I'm watching you. <laughs> In fact, you don't even have a pen. From Daydell of top 10 reasons why the world is fucked. It'll probably take some culling to get down to 10. Well, for our Christmas show, I'm going to bring the top 10 most fucked stories of 2019. That's a lot of work. Well, or two, two through ten. We know what number one is. <laughs> Do we? We, Do we lived know it. Oh. Where do babies come well, from? I didn't live it, but one bloke did. It didn't bother me. Speaking of which, from hurting un- uncovered another layer about you last night in a yeah. good way. No, no. I was, now, two things. So first, Sam, I had mm. to meet some people at dinner and I text Dane and the person who... We're not allowed to name. Mm. I took a photo of the dinner table. It's just me by myself. Mm. What What's the strategy from there? Because I'm, I'm, I know how to leave early, but I don't, what do you do when you get there early? Because the other there. person said, I just should go around the corner for 10 minutes and come back, otherwise I look like a loser. Yeah, Who I, cares what other people think? I'd stay there. What do you you? Because you just said you get grief <laughs> and now you're <laughs> not giving us fucking segments. So, in <laughs> fact, <laughs> you, you care what other people think, to be honest. <laughs> So, there you go. <laughs> What's good for the goose is not good for the gander, apparently. <laughs> well so, played, decent. So, what's the strategy there, Dane? Stay and always have a drink. Um, yeah, I'd stick my head in my phone and act like I'm on the phone or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it depends. If it's, I'd, met, I'd ring them and go, how far away are you? Like, whereabouts, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then, then I just get on my phone and just stick my head in and watch. I'd put on a game of basketball or I can watch something look like I'm busy. Have a drink. So I'm sitting you there. Can do. When, when are you usually on time or are you notoriously no, late? No, I like to be on time. Yeah, yeah. me too. So I was sitting next to Luke, who <laughs> who you and the person we can't name had lunch with mm-hmm. last week. Yeah. And he said, Swanee, once he, once he, he got comfortable, he was happy to do stories that put shit on himself, but he never threw anyone else under the bus. I've heard this about you are You are the opposite of every single high-profile person I know. Um, they, they, well, they, won't, they won't put shit on themselves But they'll throw everyone else under the bus How have you made it this far? Oh, well, I don't know well, well, Hardworking, yeah, well, selfless behaviour Oh yeah, very, very selfless From Ray I've been a listener since day one Absolutely love the show And particularly the one star ratings it gets 
Gee, we're flying in the one star, right? We are doing are really well. I'm proud of you both. And, you know what? And people, really and people thought we were the assholes out of all that. <laughs> <laughs> like how how petty do you have to be to go online and look? It just feeds into our whole thing anyway. So the more the merrier. But like, you have to be pretty petty to go on now and just give a one and say we're the worst thing in the world. It's fantastic. <laughs> what, I, what I love, we've got like three three thousand plus ratings, mm. and fifty five percent of one star, forty five percent of five stars. Can someone give us a three star? Mm. Like, just sit on the fence. Yeah, we want some fence sitters, please. Mm. We are just we a encourage good, all we are just types. A good ordinary podcast, don't we? <laughs> we yeah, we're nothing. That's, that's where we're at. Yeah, exactly. It's our level. So anyway, um, anyway, when the big man moved on, were they to say big man? We just is that too you much? Just did big person. Moved on. These days, Ralph. <laughs> God rest his soul. And Sam stepped up. I was a bit apprehensive, but she literally changed the way I looked at life after her alfoil tip. <laughs> Since then, her tips have been few and far between. From what I understand, Sam doesn't work from home or doesn't have to sign shitty merch, so I'm assuming she would have plenty of free time during the exactly. week Do something. to research a few more life-changing facts. Even something. You, even though you are just a token female on this it's podcast. It's warm under here, under the bus. Yeah. P.S. Fuck the haters, Ralphie. The further away that weasel laugh is from the microphone, the better. <laughs> there it is. I've got a would you rather for you. Yes. Would you rather root your best friend's father or your father's best friend? I'd well, be, I'd be hoping my father's yeah, best friend is Margot Robbie. <laughs> yeah, I'd be hoping dad's best friend's a female. So otherwise, I'm not, I'm not fucking right with that. So that's for you. So what would you rather? Um, well, I've got a few best friends. Um, I'll go with best friend's father. Because my father's best friend is basically my uncle. So that's a no. From okay. Benny O, the first time you got drunk. Oh, um, like properly when I was like. Say that again. Oh yeah, I remember. What, when this was story. the first time you got drunk? I remember very well. Go on, Sam. Use. Well, I've got I've got two young drunk stories. I grew up in the bush, right? So yeah. Polo Cross Grounds was yeah, like we've heard. the talk <laughs> of the town. The first time I got very drunk, and I was working in a roadhouse where I had to make like bacon egg sandwiches the next day, and I was so drunk and hungover. I was about eleven years old. Yes, correct. I was about 11 years old. And what my are we bo- working with, Dane? My no. boss came up to me the next day. I thought I got away with it. But my boss came up to me the next day with a, a spatula full of bacon and put it under my nose mm. and just held it there and looked at me. Because obviously I was 11, shouldn't have been hungover. And um, well, that's I ran out the back to vomit. And, obvious. <laughs> and he goes, don't you ever turn up to work in this state again. And the night before, so th- same um, story of being drunk, I, w- I grew up dancing, right? My mum used to sew my costumes. And I thought I'd come home from the polo cross grounds and I'd gotten away with it. I was sure. So I sat in front of them. How well were we this time, 11 again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same story. I was sitting in front of them. With them behind me thinking, I've gotten away with this, I've gotten away with this, I've gotten away with this, watching Home and Away, I've gotten away with this. And then mum hands me a costume and asks me to sew some sequins. No problem, I got away with this, it's totally fine. Next morning, mum hands me the costume and goes, I asked you to sew them in a straight line. Is there a reason they are not? And I had sewn these sequins all over the place and my dad just looked at me and he's like, we know, I was in big trouble, big trouble. I was 11. There's a bit to unpack there, don't There is, but... Um, 11, yeah, well, she's fucking worse than me. I was 16, 15, 15 or 16, 16, I think. Oh, um, I'm just stuck on something else, though, just before we get to yours. So you were working as well as drunk at yeah. 11? Yeah. Oh, what, were you down pit in the Yorkshire <laughs> mines or something? Like? Might have been 12. No, just a casual, <laughs> live? I think I got $5 an hour, you know, out in the bush, there's nothing to do. Well, Got to get on the tools early. It'll pay your way. Fuck, I didn't Keep live the out there. Tell you <laughs> Plugging away at 11, I'll still suck my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> at 11. Phew. <laughs> I know, I'm glad that. I tried, but I couldn't. <laughs> still can't. <laughs> I'm glad you finished that sentence, Jane. Mm. So you're 16? Yeah, and just I think parents went away. Or have a, a get together. Fucking passed out in the bathroom, spewed everywhere. Um, just didn't know my limit at that stage, Ralph. <laughs> fucking went flying past stage. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking might have been a bong or two, but <laughs> might have been. So uh, nothing in my lung. Yeah, not good with, with smoking. From Sean, I hated it. Why can't Sam get a date for fuck's sake? What's the story, Sam? <laughs> oh, All I was right. hoping this We're, question wouldn't come up. It's just uh, the spring carnival, wasn't it? Yeah, look, I'm going to go with everyone assumed I was already taken and therefore nobody wanted to be turned down. That's what I'm going to lock in as my answer. Yeah, yeah, keep thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. 
I had a date. I just couldn't go mm. with him. Yeah, it can happen. Okay. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. What's happening this afternoon, uh, Dane? Um, I think I'm going to go sun my perineum. Perineum, perineum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I had to Google it when you told me that. What? You do. All right. Sun my perineum. Yeah. It's like, where is this? So an Instagram, Instagram. an Instagram healer believes that perineum sunning boosts energy, regulates hormones, and strengthens organs. She she claims that thirty seconds is the equivalent. Thirty seconds of sun perineum, perineum sunning is the equivalent. <laughs> oh fuck, it's hard to say. It's better. It's easier to do. The equivalent of a full day of sunlight with your clothes on, um, and the practice is truly more energizing than slamming thirty cups slamming cups of coffee. So thirty seconds of perineum sunning is the equivalent. To a full day of sunlight with your clothes on. Now, have you given oh, it a go since reading uh, that, Dane? No, well, I'm going to do it after this. And obviously, <laughs> it's it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's great being in the sun, but obviously, you know, would much rather be in the daughter. But <laughs> but uh, but uh, no, I'll go get I'll go per, per sun per, perineum. Yeah, okay, sunning the perineum. Yeah, yeah, I might work on Instagram. <laughs> uh, but the problem is, like my rooftop now, like the apartments have been built up around me, so people can see in. So. Hopefully this comes out after. <laughs> Hopefully I'll get the sunning in before mm. um, the perineum sunning. But um, it's a fair bit of that that goes on the pram pools actually. Um, perineum, uh, yeah. Um, so fucking hell, well we. Um, there's some things going on in the world in there. Imagine just walking down your local park and seeing someone just sunning their perineum. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to see. You have to do a bit of manscaping, wouldn't you, Ralph, to get the to get the sun in there, wouldn't you? <laughs> what? <laughs> From Troy himself, Christmas is here soon. What's the worst, stupidest Christmas present you've received? Oh, uh, <laughs> um, fuck, worst, stupidest. Oh, well, I, I don't really get Christmas presents. Everything my parents bought me was fantastic. Are you good at giving presents? I got a, pe- got a pencil case once from a random <laughs> family. That wasn't great. But <laughs> that wasn't great. I don't know what else you want me to say. What about you? Uh, that same, that crazy ex-boyfriend that I was talking about, he... um. You steal money from me as well. So he's obviously... For Christmas? Uh, any time of the year. I don't right. think he discriminated what time of the year it was. But he had no money. And he bless him. Bless him. He basically made me a voucher for the Spirit of Tasmania to go on a holiday to Tasmania that I was going to have to pay for. And why has it got the prefix of X to... Well, what do you think? <laughs> no, he was—he was, he had—he had many a, a women on the side, right? As, as well as giving out made-up vouchers. Yes, he made it up himself, and I was like, uh, oh, "How you can pay for that?" Well, I was thinking, you know, maybe you could pay for it, and I'll pay you back. <laughs> oh, he's a classy guy, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, right. I like his thinking. I romantically. Got Sue's car service for Christmas. Yeah, you're yeah, a gentleman. She, she didn't think that was I, I like practical gifts. Like, if you want to pay my rent for a month, absolutely, I'd prefer that. Yeah. From Nick, is a hot dog a sandwich? Why or why not? Which body part do you wish you could detach and why? That one. Two uh, questions, yeah, then. I know. You want it one at a time, please, Nick. Is a hot dog a sandwich? It's uh, a hot dog. Yeah, it's a hot dog. It's like, yeah, it's a hot dog. It's, it's a different kettle of fish. Yeah, like a sausage in a bread. Like they're not sandwiches, they're their own entity. Mm, correct, own genre. Mm. We had a question from someone about your, your, your one boot. Oh, <laughs> uh, one, yeah. You had to buy boots. Yeah. He wants to know what you're doing with it. What am I doing with it? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Nothing. Just in case I lose my other one. <laughs> you can't afford to buy another yeah. pair of boots. Well, 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 I won't be. Once that pair run out, that's it for me. I'm not, He's done. I'm not paying 300 bucks for a pair of footy boots. It's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely. Well, got, like, thankfully, I've got a couple of friends. In the football game still, so I should be able to. Um, I might go to the football game and just steal a pair from someone, some random player. Mm, my size. Do you know you still don't play there? Pardon? Do you know you still don't play there? You're just allowed to walk in? Oh, please, you know who you're talking to? Takes Ed's car spot on the way I can in. stroll straight in there. <laughs> your face is your badge? Yep, exactly right. Actually, I, got it. I do have to go in there at some stage. Because? Uh, is that like it with Bunnings? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll go see. Maxi, um, I don't know, just pop me it in. From Dan Boyle, uh, or this is on Facebook, please like us. Uh, pineapple or pizza, <laughs> yes or no? Yes. Pineapple or pizza? Pineapple on pizza, sorry. Oh, listen, I, I'm not offended. I'm not as offended by it as some people Claim to happen it. to be, but um, I just, I can eat it, but I won't normally order it, but it doesn't bother me. From so Tim yes. Simpson, has anyone been escorted out of a wedding? I have. What? 
You have? No, no, he's, he's Tim. Oh, has he has. That. Yes. Uh, uh, no, I don't get invited to them. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. No. <laughs> Actually, I worked a week. I worked on the wedding on the weekend at MC it, and the groom was most disappointed that you and Fev didn't come. I don't know why these people think we're a package deal. I, I'm a, I am my well, own well, person. I'm a lad. I was actually I wasn't available on the weekend either. But you agree with for, the, for the for the right price, I'm available. He's not here. No, no he's clean. not here. He we'll we'll finish on this. We love our lateral. I got a joke for you. Yeah. So okay. this is the last uh, uh, interaction. Oh, good. I haven't had a Dane joke in a while. Yeah. From Ben Holman. Um, thoughts on a device that you could attach to your toilet to weigh your poo, then connect it to an app so, <laughs> so you can play against your friends. What? That's definitely a, a male. That's a fantastic idea. idea. It's a million dollar yeah. idea just to finish with. That's a fantastic I hope, idea. I hope he, Absolutely. Um, He's I hope a he genius. Got the patent on that before he met, let us put it on air. Don't forget, you can get our Christmas cards He's via swanyandfriends.com.au. <clears throat> Dane, what's your joke to finish with? Um, what's worse than having ants in your pants? What? Having uncles in them. <laughs> <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 